it's another season of the British Touring Car Championship in the bag. The final day started off with a five-way title fight, as uh, as Nick predicted last week. Market department really spun that one up. Yep. By race two, it was a two-horse race, and by race three, it was show jumping, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> as Ash Sutton just basically showed off for the final race. This is the Final Corner Podcast, and I'm joined, as always, by Tom and by Nick. Hello. Hello. Final day drama, uh, not quite as exciting as most other years in terms of a title fight, but well-deserved one for Ash Sutton. Oh, yeah. Cut above. Cut above. Yeah. It was always his. I mean, we said that, which makes it sound clever, except, you know, he was massively ahead in the championship, so <laughs> not really. Yeah. <laughs> Stated the obvious there. Fair, fair play. It's been an outstanding season, just the consistency is unbelievable. It's like Colin Turkington on steroids, basically. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, at the start of the year he had the raw speed and then it felt like managed that gap from Croft onwards almost. Pretty much, yeah. It seems yeah, like he's had a 30-point lead all season. Mm, <laughs> yeah, there are thereabouts. And he kept talking in the post-championship winning interviews, oh, we had to do it, it's really hard because we had to do it a different way, which was basically get a big gap and then manage it. Mm. And it worked. And also in the Formula 1, returned to Austin for the American Grand Prix, which, yeah, another step forward for, to the title for Max Verstappen. Not quite as clear-cut as touring cars, though, I don't think. No. No, but certainly <laughs> taking steps that way. Great drive from Max, though. Indeed. Yep. So we'll start with British touring cars, since it was the finale, the grand finale. Um, as soon as I saw the videos getting released there on the week about the five-way title fight, I mm, just had yeah. to laugh. <laughs> you did call it spot on, Nick. Yeah. It didn't even last into the first race, though. <laughs> no. Because uh, Cook was out of contention when he didn't get pole. It was so close to getting pole, though. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah, his teammate beat him to it and killed yeah. his... Uh, say, killed his chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Silverstone did that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> It was really a two-horse race, wasn't it? And mm. at least that was still yeah. up for grabs with the point-scoring system. It, it did actually, if there was one non-score from Sutton, then it was back on. It, it just didn't happen that way. Yeah, it was interesting as well that the um, top four on the grid were all the same car. Mm. They were all FK8s. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I'm really sick of hearing? The code name for the Honda Civic. Like, FK8. Like, like yeah. I get it because there was FK8s and FK2s on the grid at one point, right? Yeah. But no, there's, there's just FK. Can we could just call it the Honda Civic, please. I know you just called it. I'm not picking it up on you specifically. <laughs> but it's uh, every driver and team and commentator. Oh, yeah. FK, FK, FK. That is true. I didn't even thought It's weird. It. Why don't we, you know, we don't talk about the uh, BMW, I don't even know what it is, F90, is it? For the 3 Series? Ooh, oh, God, God. Nice, to be honest. I've said it now and I don't know. Well, you just talk about <laughs> the qualifying, well, I'll Google the, BMW w- code names. WD40 or something, wasn't it? The WD40. <laughs> I've got a yes. great uncle who used to put WD-40 on his knees and he was adamant that <laughs> <laughs> it helped his sore knees. Um, okay. I'd already tried it myself, but... Um, yeah. Yeah, if he said it worked. Could only believe him, I suppose. <laughs> Just to update you on the BMW code names for their 3 Series there, I've put together uh, two, two model numbers to come up with a fake one. There was an <laughs> E90 and there was an F30. And this one's called the G20, so not even close. There you go. So maybe that might be a new thing. If we hear FK8 next season, I'm going to call the G20 out as well. <laughs> yeah. 
In fact, all the model numbers for all the code names for all the cars in the grid. There we go. Actually, that might be too too difficult. Moving on. Yes. Qualifying. <laughs> Qualifying. Proctor and Paul Cook second, and then it was the other two Hondas behind. In terms of the championship contenders, Ash Sutton in sixth, Turton eighth, Ingram thirteenth, and I think Hill was eleventh. So, right away, Ash was on the front foot. Yeah. It's ridiculous how good he's been in qualifying with full ballast. Yes, that's the main. Maybe that maybe that's the key element. If you had to say one element mm-hmm. that's defined his championship season, is it the qualifying? I think so. He wasn't the best qualifier over the year, though. No, but he was very consistent. He was always sort of top yeah. ten-ish, occasionally a little bit lower. But and the the thing that skews the um, Wingfoot Award that Turkington won <laughs> is that. Is that what it's called? Yes. Right? Yeah, you, no, got it, right. you got it right. You got it right so first time and you still question <laughs> yourself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, obviously, the, what skews it a bit is the championship ballast. And if that's Sutton's lead, basically leading all the way through the championship, he's done well to even be uh, near the sharp end of that competition. Whereas obviously yeah. there was a time where Turkington was well down in the points, at least mm-hmm. for a couple of rounds. So yeah. he has lighter weight going to qualify. Oh, can you imagine how boring this championship would be if there wasn't ballast? It would just be <laughs> Ash Sutton constantly. Yeah. Well, there's there's no ballast next year. Yeah, that's true. All tyre compound yeah. uh, changes. Happy days. So you're going to have to see how that all works out with the mm. electrical hybrid boost whatnot thing. <laughs> Fascinating. Because it's really an unknown for the first time in many years. Yeah. Because isn't it they get more energy they can use per lap or something? Or Based lap, on championship order. Yeah. I should say they get less the higher up the championship they are. It's something like this. Yes, you're right, yeah. And race results in between, I think. Yeah. But we don't know what. And apparently some of the teams don't really know what yet. But No. I suppose that doesn't matter until every team has got the unit to then test. Yeah, that's very true. One thing I'd like to point out about qualifying, before we go on to 22 talk, I'm sure that'll come up in a sec, is going back, there's a couple of things that we've talked about before that I wanted to raise, which one of which was poor form of Tom Oliphant of late, in fact, this season. Yeah, just in general. There's no reason to be qualifying 14th in that car without ballast, I don't think. That's harsh, but... No, I fully agree with that. It's not ideal. Uh, And Dan Lloyd was, again, doing very well up in P5. Uh, But this time, Plato wasn't very quick in qualifying, unlike Donington Park. He was down in 17th, and apparently was talking about straight line speed again, and left the team on the Saturday night and drove home in frustration, apparently, according to Tim Harvey. Oh, dear. Did he make it out of the car park, though? Oi! <laughs> <laughs> TBC on that one. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I think he had a point, though, with the uh, engine. Oh, yeah? Well, they changed the engine after race one, and he immediately improved for the next two races. True, true. What if they didn't actually change it, they put the same one in again? <laughs> this is true, <laughs> maybe. Good, Jason. Has there ever been a weekend in his life where he's not complaining about straight line speed? Uh, oh... Probably in the early years with the, uh, <laughs> the Astra. <laughs> the original Astra, not the one he's got now. Well, not original, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I know. There could be, no, no, I, mean, I was just trying to think. It was still, what was he complaining about this year? That was when the team fractured apart, wasn't it? Hmm. And there was big arguments. And he talks about that in his book. So it wasn't straight line speed, but it was still a, a bugbear. <laughs> Race one? Not yet. No. Oh. What are we missing? It's your job, so... Ah, fair enough. He was 23rd, <laughs> Mr. Sam Smell. Ah, I didn't realise we did it for qualifying as well. Oh, yeah. 
Um, also, Wilmot didn't take part in quali, I noticed. There we go. I was just going to say that. Um, I think he had an incident in free practice and hurt his back. Oh, yes. They did say that on the start, didn't they? Yep. Yeah. He was told not to take part. But it was fine for the races the next day. Mm. I don't know if that was a... Actually, I didn't look into it. Apologies. If it was a crash or, you know, he just bent over picking a box up. Uh, no, but uh, <laughs> they said that he was using... Um, whose car was he in? <laughs> was it, oh, it was Jack Butel's, wasn't it? Butel, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're using his seat and it doesn't fit him properly and it was giving him uh, back problems. Oh, right. But yeah. Oh, that's tricky. You don't want to miss qualifying. But. No. But yeah, that was the only other things from Quali. Right, now race one, Colin. Now race mm. one. So, it's a good start for Sutton uh, and Morgan gets up the inside him off it going through Pantheon Bend but it's a bit of contact which drops Adam back but puts Tugton up to 7th and right behind Ash Sutton Ooh, yeah. yeah making it interesting mm. for all of 6 seconds <laughs> yeah then uh, Sutton and Lloyd trade positions a couple of times uh, but Lloyd ends up winning out and keeping 5th which I thought was fair play so Sutton was very tentative I thought there yeah playing the game as always yeah hmm Cook then took the lead from Proctor, or Cookie, as he's always called on commentary now. Yeah, I oh know. It's getting annoying. <laughs> it was an amazing cutback, though, wasn't it? Yeah. If you watched it, oh, yeah, it on was. cold tyres, on that corner, mm. skills. It was maybe um, allowed by Proctor. I don't know. Proctor seemed to move across to semi-defend it in the first stage, but you could be right. Yeah, we don't know that. It would make sense, wouldn't it? Proctor did seem quite annoyed in the post-race interview. Ah, maybe. About maybe. That. Not annoyed that he'd done it, but it was just that I couldn't do anything about it. Because oh. uh, he was quite annoyed to have been on pole and not been mm. able to win. But annoyed with himself rather than anything else. Yeah. So it wasn't helping them, his teammate then? I don't think so. I think he would have let him through later if he had to. Yeah, they might have had an agreement. Right, if you make it into turn one, for, to lap one, you get to keep it or yeah. whatever. But Again, it was like the BTC Hondas have got an advantage over the Halfords team, the old mm -hmm. works team. Seems that way. A little bit embarrassing all year that the cat clean team just can't seem to get it the same place as BTC do. Yeah. Strange one that. Different engines now, but Yeah. That shouldn't be a factor. If everything is in good order. You've had both drivers getting back up to speed though with uh, team dynamics. True, and yeah. Both Cooks, have been out of the championship. Cooks on it. However, uh Proctor was new to that car and team. So, yeah, but he did have more current touring car experience. Yep. So yeah, Ingram and Hill they had a good little fight. Uh, Ingram tried to get him into sorties, but Jake defends well. But they're still just fighting for thirteenth or fourteenth, I think, at that point. So they're, they're not mm. actually making any difference to the title. Yeah. It seems like those two were just having a fight all weekend between each other. Yeah, yeah, it did. Which didn't really help each other out, I don't think. No. And the neat then gets spun into the gravel at Druids by Jade Edwards, which brings out a safety car <laughs> and uh, gets Jade an extra two penalty points on her license. Indeed, and it did look potentially deliberate, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, I felt sorry for Andy. Uh, mm. I've been critical of him, but it was his retirement weekend. And yeah. His race was over before it started there. I think, did his son get a good result in single seaters? Got a podium, I think. Yeah. Maybe that will cheer him up a bit. But yeah, I felt bad for him as well after after all we've been through together to, to end like that. <laughs> yeah. 
I did feel bad for him, but at the same time, I couldn't help but notice one of his sponsors on the back of his car is Be a Tall Rebel. And I thought, someone should just cross out the rebel. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Edwards goes miles off the road at Pilot Kill. Don't mm, yeah. know what happened. Just no, didn't take the car. I don't know if she had a problem or just didn't do it properly. I don't know. Yeah. Butcher then had a big dive up the inside of Aaron Morgan, but couldn't do it. Tries to cut back for clear ways, but Morgan puts him on the grass on the exit. That allowed Jack Goff to have a goal. Mm-hmm. And those two had a back and forth for about half a lap. Which yeah, just then ended up getting Sam Osborne past Goff as well. I felt a bit sorry for Jack because he was getting good fights, but then always lost out to like three yeah. cars. Yeah. Every time he never won anything. I mean, it yeah, was good to see that. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It started positively. I mean, at least the Cooper was on TV doing battles this round, which hasn't, hasn't been the case for, for a few weekends now. Didn't qualify too great, but was able to at least make his way slightly forward in the in the races. Hmm. Well, he'd got past Robottom, but I don't remember seeing it on TV. Remember where that happened? Um, no, I don't think I saw that either. Oh, yes, they did. They showed a replay during uh, one of the safety cars. Hmm. And it was coming up to Druids, I believe, on the exit of Paddockill. Yeah, I think I just missed that totally. Steam Jelly then has a problem. So he's slowing, <laughs> yeah. which causes a bit of carnage. Uh, coming towards Clearways, Ingram and Hill come across him just slowing in the middle of the track. So Hill goes left, Ingram goes right. Hill then cuts across the front of both of them mm. once he gets past. It's a bit of contact with Ingram and both of them keep going, but they're, they're really lucky not to end up off the track. Yeah, Hill in particular could easily have just been speared straight. Uh, straight to the right. That it, even makes sense. Straight right. <laughs> uh, the thing I was thinking as well was suspension damage. Like mm. that's a hell of a hit, but it must have just been on bodywork, luckily, or yeah, straight on. Uh, it was wild, anyway. Really wild. Pretty it desperate. Was, uh, I assume he thought he was further ahead and was getting across mm. to stop him, but yeah, didn't look good. It did look remind good. me of um, Spa. The um, Hacken and Schumacher moment when they went past the back marker. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, but not as smooth. Obviously, yeah, not as good as that. It just made me think of it. <laughs> hey, it wasn't me with a reference. But Jelly had an electrical misfire. Was what was causing him to slow uh, down. Okay, yeah. It's worth staying out in that scenario because it sets the grid. If you yes. finish ahead of two other cars, then that's at least two less positions to overtake in the next race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ended up twenty third and then the last thing I've got from this one is that Adam Morgan took fourteen for nine from Chris Smiley. He did. Oh, right at the end, yeah. I did wonder at one point, though, if Ollie Jackson was actually trying to help out Jake Hill or he was just being slow. Oh, because he was defending <laughs> and the, yeah. to the point of where the rear bumper was falling off, wasn't it? Cause someone yeah. It. I didn't know if he was trying to hold up, I think it was Ingram at that point, to try and give Hill a shot at him or if he was just that far off the pace. Hmm. Yeah, tricky one. I mean, the car's mm. without ballast, so maybe, maybe right there, the former rather than the latter. Yeah, but yeah, that's pretty much all that happened in that race in the end. I thought when uh, when Jackson was defending that hard, I thought, here we go, here's another (laughs) incident. But actually, it didn't happen when he finished 10th. No, yeah, there was just a massive queue of cars behind him, though. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, yeah, Tom Chilton's ahead of him, so shout out to Tom. Mm. Finished ninth. Best best weekend in that car. And it it looks like it'll be his last in that car. Yeah. Rumours are that he's going to be out. Shame Which that. I think we said earlier on 
He needs. It's clearly not been a good season, right? But no. he, he keeps switching teams. That surely doesn't help. Power no. maxed, BTC. This motor one. Motorbase. And motorbase. Uh, but and there isn't there another one in between. Probably after <laughs> after power maxed. Right, BTC was last year. What was the year before that? Probably power maxed. All right. Anyway, it's been at least three teams in three seasons. So I mean, he might not even be back on the grid at all next year. You never know. No, I, I would hope he is, to be honest, but... Yeah, same. Have to wait and see with that one. Where would he go to have a chance at the title? What about WSR? How about that? That's an uh, idea. No, rear-wheel drive again. It just doesn't seem to suit him. Yeah, true. Cooper. Anyway, that's for another time. <laughs> Cooper. I said t- chance for the title. <laughs> you never know. No? Astro? It could be. The, the rumours are there won't be an Astro next year. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we uh, cover that after race three. Yeah. There's all sorts to go through there. That's very true. Yep. So, third win of the season for Josh Cook. No, fourth win of the season. Oh, Josh yeah, at this Cook. point, just four. Yep. And Shedden took the fastest lap. Title fight is down to just Turkington and Sutton. Oh, yeah, I got my, I got my years mixed up with John Chilton to qualify. It was power maxed first <laughs> in this new era. Then two years at Motorbase. Then yep. BTC, then Car Gods with Sister Motorsport. And next year, who knows? <laughs> right. Nick? Wrap up race one then. Ah, yes. Uh, <laughs> I didn't actually record it this time. Oh, man. That's got to be the first time this year. Oh, my God. It was, uh, it was P20. Ah, that's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> recorded every single race this year, I think, where he's <laughs> missed that one. Yeah, so he was up three places. Race two, then. And Sutton gets a good start, but it gets pinned behind Jake, Jake Lloyd? Lloyd? Dan Lloyd. Who's Jake Lloyd? Dan Lloyd. Jake Lloyd. <laughs> yeah. He gets pinned behind Dan Lloyd. Uh, and I was tucking in to get up to the inside. Then there's a bit of contact between Chilton and Sutton. Tom hits the back right wheel of Ash. And... Uh, Almost turns him going through Palio Ben. I said at the end of the race there was damage at the rear, which they were just hard to manage mm. the rest of the race. Mm. So that was that was the chance for Tuckington really that he needed his fellow BMW to smash out. <laughs> Something at that point. Yeah. It's the only way anything was going to happen. But he didn't. No, going up to Druids. Proctor is side by side with his teammate, and just goes straight on and in the gravel. Yeah, it's such it's a weird a strange one. one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Jinx. Now, go on, Tom. <laughs> well, it looks up the front axle, right? And it, it it looked from one brief replay that there might be contact with Dan Lloyd, I, which I'm sceptical towards. I almost thought, is it a front left puncher? But I'm also wondering, is it um, brake biased left too far forward? Was it trying to get too much heat in the rear tyres? I was thinking the race before that, mm. Cook got the cut back on Paddock on lap one. So I'm wondering if he was like trying to desperately to get extra water. Oh, pure speculation, actually. That's unfair to say that. But it was just weird. You don't normally block up the front brakes like that. And it and to the point where it slowed, it didn't slow down enough um, to even like the gravel didn't do anything. He smashed straight into the wall, no. right? So it was bizarre. Yeah, it was like he left the brake magic on. Yeah, it was just like brake magic, but yeah. But um, I do think there was contact. Right. But as you say, I still don't know if that was enough to cause what happened because it seemed like there was no attempt to turn. Well, the car didn't turn at all. It just went completely straight. Mm. And the amount of contact that there could have been was nowhere near enough to cause that on its own. Mm. 
It's a shame because that could have been another podium. But yeah, don't know what happened there. And he's had a very good season. He has, yeah. I think it's shown his pace, which has been a bit lacking of in the accelerate season last year. Mm-hmm. Shows he can do it because it's also a bit like uh, awkward when Ingram jumps in that car and becomes a championship contender, quote unquote. Yeah. And he wasn't able to do that, but yeah, here, we, here he is in the BTC car, mm. uh, doing very well. Yeah, it does seem to suit him as well, because he wasn't brilliant in the Subaru either. No, that's true, yeah. Now, one thing to mention as well, that Plato didn't start the race because of an engine change, but he did manage to get out yeah. before the end of lap one. And then the ensuing safety car meant he caught up to the pack. It did. Oh, ish. It, I think it was one of those things worth doing, because... Uh, to jump ahead slightly, but he ended up finishing the race in 18th. Mm, not bad. Uh, Plato. So that's a big difference to having to start last if they don't go out at all. Correct. I mean, maybe it was this safety car. Was there a couple of safety cars in this race? I can't remember now. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. Maybe oh, it was the second one. Because the first, the because re- after the craziness on lap one, then there's the worst safety car restart ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jackson had put um, spun by Chilton, wasn't he? I think. Oh, was that? I've jumped ahead. I've jumped ahead. Then. A little bit. Yeah. So the, <laughs> the first one on lap one, Jackson either gets hit by Chilton or Jackson comes across the front of Chilton, whatever mm-hmm. perspective you want to take. Uh, the Ford spins and then is collected by Olfen and Morgan. Ingram has to go off to avoid contact, but then gets hit by Morgan, who's lost a wheel. So there's mm-hmm. cars. There's uh, four cars out in the first lap. Four cars out and Ingram last. Yeah. So, yeah, Ingram's last. So, so yeah, safety car. And yeah, this is the uh, this is the worst safety car restart ever. <laughs> yeah. So, the TV is shown as replays. And then all of a sudden, it cuts to cars about to go at full pelt. Mm-hmm. So the safety car pulls in. Nobody's ready for it. The field's spread out halfway. Across round the lap, so no one's bunched up. They get round towards Surtees, and there's marshals on the outside of the track with a van. Yeah. And someone thought it was a great idea to start the race again and just throw a yellow flag in that section. Double yellow, yeah. And then the next lap, one yellow, and then lap after that, nothing. Yeah, weird. Couldn't you just have the safety car on for two laps? I don't understand what the time pressure was there to do that. It's no, relatively early I, in I the don't day. Either. Yeah. It was just yeah, I thought, bizarre. I thought it was unacceptable, to be honest. Having marshals out on track. Yeah. It is. You, yeah. you can't restart that in that position. Goodness only knows what happened there. We don't know the context, right? It just, no. from a spectator point of view, it was. It just seemed ridiculous and embarrassing. And yeah. it also ruined the race a bit because did, yeah. everybody's spread out then. There's a massive gap between a few of the cars in the top for, in the top ten, and it was just like, all oh, right, well, that's that then. Yeah, mm. it was a safety cars have been a problem this year, and yeah, have special been, yeah. special the support series. There's been some absolute shockers. Yeah, and yeah, I don't know who is in control. They're putting out safety cars every week if it's rotating, depending on the track or what. But whoever's been doing yeah. them this year needs their head concentrated. Because it's, it's, it's been unacceptable at a few events. And yeah. it was just a couple of months ago a marshal was killed at Brands Hatch. Not safety car related. Mm. So you'd think that people would no, be a bit more sensitive to marshals yeah. being on track. Mm. Yes. Yeah, definitely. A timely reminder. Oh, what else happened? 
Well, after the safety car, Adam Moffat went into full defence mode to help Sutton, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, something, something I'm a butcher in Moffat, wasn't it? Um, yeah, oh, yeah. So, God. <laughs> you go for yeah. it, Colin. Oh. Yeah, so m- butchers try to come up the right-hand side up through, I always keep calling it duffers in my head, but it's not. It's Paddock up end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Coming up towards Druids. But mm-hmm. He's trying Bogan's to go up. Rise. Yeah. Oh, yes, that was right. He's tried to go up the inside and Moffat puts him on the grass. Butcher gets a radiator full of grass. Moffat gets a bump which seems to damage or break suspension or cause a puncture or something. I think it's a puncture, yeah. Yeah. Because as they go down to Graham Hill bend, he's got no control of his car and he hits poor Chris Smiley who does really well to hold it. Yeah. But it breaks his suspension, unfortunately. Ah, because he goes half a lap at full belt and then all of a sudden just stops. yeah. But he's doing half a lap crabbing if on uh, the straight. Mm. Like left the toe of the left rear wheel is a bit skew if there and then he pulls in. So. Yeah, I think when you saw the replay you could see that there was no tire on Moffitt's wheel um afterwards, so it definitely was a puncher. But Paul is self inflicted by Hayden by another mad uh, defence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's arguable. Oh, go for it. I'm not sure he punts him onto the grass. I think he just sort of covers it a bit and doesn't Butcher get a bit carried away? To be fair, oh, some some, some of Butcher's driving this year haven't been <laughs> <laughs> past them. I'm not entirely sure there's an overlap, if that makes sense. Hmm. But it but it could just be it could have been a late move, but I don't think the replay showed showed the full context on the run down the hill, if that makes sense. Um but, yeah. but certainly but anyway, Butcher's on the grass and he's weaving all over the place and you think this is gonna be a huge crash. <laughs> yeah, I did think that. <laughs> so fair play for not having um, a massive one. I mean, he's breaking with like opposite lock going on this way, then that way. Yeah. And then obviously his, his uh, grill at the front gets covered in grass, but he he did finish the race, surprisingly. Yeah, he did. And Tim Harvey did say, didn't he, that the, the grill was completely clear of grass. It's fine. Um, but it wasn't Butcher's car he was looking at. <laughs> <laughs> Which, it, to his credit, at the near the end of the race... It was like, oh, I think I think it was some smelt. He did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was quite funny. At the time, I was like, come on, it's a different car. <laughs> Same livery, I guess, but yeah. Yeah. Jake Hill then starts making moves. He puts a nice cut underneath Osborne along the start straight, and then he pulls the exact same move on Goff. A couple of laps later, Parfit, Smiling, Moffat are all in the pits, as is Andy Neat. He only made it out for a few laps in this one. Hmm. I wonder what that was going on there because um car didn't seem too damaged in the first race. Uh, gravel visit, did it? No. No. That's a good point, actually. Could be unrelated. You never know, right? Yeah, it could be any kind of issue. Ingram then gets past uh, Mitchell with a nice cut back onto the street. Then Turkey then gets up inside the robot Madrid to take, I think, third to that point. Yeah, nice move. Yeah, Robottom had a big slide going through Paddock. Yep. Which is where Turk's got up the inside. Mm-hmm. Then we get Nick Hamilton in the gravel, which brings out another safety car. Oh, did we see how it, he went in eventually. the Eventually. I don't know, actually. I don't remember seeing it. But you're right. You, I think I'm going to say what you were going to say, sorry, but it was oh, like... Oh, yeah, just... But it did seem like two laps, even, it felt like. I don't think it was that long, but it, it was at least a lap before the safety car was called. It did feel slow. Again, I don't understand the timings of when they are allowed to say if it's mm. coming out or not. Do they have to wait for the leader to be in a certain position around the lap? But it was like, there's a car in the gravel, time for a safety car. 
Um, yeah. And Aaron Taylor Smith got a puncher, but I don't know why either during the during no, the uh, safety car period, right? Oh, it does get a penalty in this race for instant direct parfait. But ah, that's true. I don't that know what happened because we didn't see it. Yeah, that could be that then. We'll put two and two together there. <laughs> yeah, Parfit ends up a lap down, so he must have mm. came to pits as well, uh, yeah. as did Moffat after his incident. But otherwise, that's the end of the race, I think. Well, no, not quite. No, Sam Osborne challenged Ingram through the middle section, but allowed Sam Smelt to get past to make an overtake on TV. Yeah. Oh, wow, how could I miss that? Exactly. It was a good overtake, isn't it? <laughs> it was, it was very good. Mm. Our boy's getting better. He's actually improving slightly. Yeah. I do think. It's a tricky series as well, right? It is, neat. I do forget sometimes. He's still very young. He doesn't actually have that much experience. Mm. Yeah, because yeah, he was in British, he was a British GT for the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is a very different discipline. Mm. Yeah, massively different. End of race two, certain cried. He did. Yep. It doesn't show much emotion, but that was very emotional. It was. And um, it was interesting. Really well done. Really well managed in this race. Mm. If he's got the suspension issue. So um, it just showed how much it meant to him. It did. It's always good to see. Yeah. It doesn't matter how many times you win it. You're always emotional. I think Turkington was just as much with his fourth win. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. It just shows there's a lot of goes into it, a lot of money, a lot of effort, mm. a lot of teamwork. It all comes out, doesn't it? But the, after this race, Lloyd said he didn't care about race three because he's had a great day out, which I thought, <laughs> that's that's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, did, he got up to second. He got past Sheridan at some yeah. point. And uh, he was really close to the back of Cook. Yeah, it could, yeah. Have, been, could have been on there because Cook had the, the ballast. Still fair play for Cook to win this race, right? And that was the most number of races won this season. Mm. <laughs> yeah, was at, at that point. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> and Dan Robottom got the fastest lap. Indeed. Oh. And uh, our boy got thirteenth for his best finish of the season. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Well done, man. Admittedly, half the field didn't finish, but you know, it was still a good result. Can only beat this in front of you. Indeed. Mm. Yeah, you're right about Plato. End up going 18th. Yeah, and that put him in a good position for race three, relatively. Mm. It put him 10 places or so higher than he could have been. Mm. Any more race two? No, although race three, as mentioned on commentary, was the last ever race for the Swindon engine. Ah, yes. But not for potentially the company, right? If they make this Hyundai engine. Uh, yes, they could still make it, but the Toka standard that Swindon unit. engine which has been used for God knows how long now. Won't be used anymore. I think it's loosely based on a... I think um, you're not supposed to say this, but isn't it loosely based on an old Vauxhall Cavalier engine, that one? Yeah. I seem to remember, is it James Nash running it first? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. You're right. When he was in Privateer Vector or something like that. Yeah. God, I don't know where that came from. That was, <laughs> I'm, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I've not, I've, had any, I've not had any callbacks yet this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what you can get in this one. So, race three, and it's a terrible start for Rory Butcher, who drops down to six. Oh, man, he messed that up. Carl Bordley then takes too much curb through Graham Hill, bent, and then loses the rear and slides across the front of Sam Smelt, mm-hmm. and they both go off the track. Bordley's backwards, but I think he gets it going. Yeah, I think they both did. Because I don't remember there being a safety car, so I think he got it back to the pits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Ingram then got around outside of golf and Hill got up the inside and off in about 10 seconds. Yeah. But again, they're still fighting for one end of the points at this point, which is just, it was a it was a weird weekend for them. They never really made much ground in race one or two. Nah. Uh, Sutton then took second from Chilton and Robottom pushes past Tom as well through Paddock Hill Bend. Basically, every move that Sutton makes, Robottom's <laughs> just following yep. him through. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Rory Butcher then taps the back of Tuckton and Tuckton ends up spinning across the grass and he drops all the way to the back of the field. Um, you think there was something more than that, though? Yeah, the suspension had been damaged, I think. Was it by Chilton in Druids? I think it was just before then. So, yeah, Tuckington's, I think it was right rear wheel, was absolutely knackered at that point, so he had no control going into Graham Hill Bend. Yeah. At first I thought, oh, Butcher's giving him a tap and then, whoa, he's really exaggerated that yeah, correction on the grass. What's he doing? Uh, but yeah, it turns out his right wheel was pointing inwards. Yeah. <laughs> Which doesn't help, does it? No, it's not ideal. Some crazy camera going on. It's pretty much the Tom Chilton show this race, isn't it? Yeah, yeah he's, he's involved in everything, good yeah. and bad. Yeah, he's always there. There's then a change for the lead as Ash Sutton takes Stephen Jelly through Paddock Hill and then Robottom sends it around outside the Druids, almost gets alongside Ash Sutton, who's so late in the breaks. So he takes second and then Tom Chilton takes third off Jelly. <laughs> Jelly ends up, well, nowhere. Yeah. He drops to about eighth in the space of two corners. Robottom pushed Jelly wide, didn't he? Mm-hmm. On the exit of Druids, was it? Which didn't help his momentum, I don't think, at one point. No. I thought Jelly did a lovely defence to keep Robottom behind initially, but then didn't quite do yeah. enough after that. It's good that Jelly was uh, elbows out, yeah. though, right? It just looks like him and Chilton especially, they can maybe get some one lap... Oh, no, Chilton can't. Well, Jelly can get some one lap pace out of it. Yeah. But it just doesn't seem like they're fully comfortable. You know, when they're... I can't describe it very well. You know, when they're in some of these uh, battles, especially Chilton will sort of... Uh, He's off like he's a bit nervous and not comfortable with how the car is driving around yes. him. But anyway. Yeah. Do you remember Jelly Ellen this season when had a reverse good pull? Mm-hmm. And it yes. was an absolute disaster. <laughs> yeah. Was <laughs> it Snetterton? Yeah. At least he's better this weekend when he could yeah, right. start from the front. But, oh. Breaking yeah. early, locking up, all that. Yeah. But he, yeah, here he had a spunk about him. <laughs> yeah. Is that the right word? <laughs> yeah, sure. Kind of. Uh, yeah, kind Ooh. of. <laughs> there's a uh, there's then a gaggle of cars fighting for third, um, yeah, it's like five or six of them. Ingram ends up getting past Butcher and Cook to take uh, third and take the podium. There's I thought he was going to win at that point. Yeah, so did, yeah, so did I. Yeah, it seems like he's finally found some pace, mm. which I didn't have all weekend. There's then a bit of contact with Hill and Butcher. Um, yeah, as you'd expect. <laughs> yeah, with those two this weekend, I thought that oh, was like going to be a was... huge crash or something. But it was it wouldn't done okay. Where yeah. was it? I can't remember it. It was going towards the last corner, was it not? Oh, was uh, it? Yes, I'm trying to remember as well. I just remember they came together, and I thought it was going to be massive, but they they all settled down. I've just got one word written there: chaos, because it's just constant <laughs> yeah. carnage happening. Uh, Aaron Moffat then spins and Jack Mitchell goes flying out at the top of the hill in the middle sector mm-hmm. and there's a safety car at the restart or just after the restart Jake Hill then dive bombs Jelly at Surtees and spins him mm. I'm kind of on the verge of Jelly turning in on him 
more than Hill mm. going into him, personally. Seems like the steward agrees with that. To me, I thought Hill was already there when he right. cut across. Still, come on, Stephen. More defence. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite like that, but at least he was trying. Cook then dived at Chilton to at the penultimate corner, uh, but that just allowed Jake Kelt to get past both of them towards clearways. Yeah. Oh, that was such a late dive. It was. Yeah, yeah. It, didn't, it didn't help him, any. <laughs> no. He got past Chilton, though, from it, didn't he? But then lost out to... Yeah. Yeah. Hill, Hill just Hill, sat there yeah. and uh, sized it up nicely. He was past even in the clearways. He was long, long ahead. Yeah, right. And, yeah, Ash Sutton's out in the distance and wins. His mm-hmm. fifth race of the season. So, so joint top scorer. <laughs> yeah. For wins. He, he, he takes Cook's record away from him. Oh. Uh, Jake Hill gets the fastest lap. And Ash Sutton did a burnout, which is. You're not allowed to do that in Formula 1, so thanks. True. <laughs> a Robottom, another good result from Robottom there, under the radar, I felt. I think he's been good all year as well, hasn't he? Yeah, he has, yeah. Definitely um, way better than his year in the Sicily Mercedes. Perhaps that speaks volumes about that car, though. Yeah, I think it was great. Mm-hmm. Shout out for Jason Plato in 10. That was good. Going to give a bit of praise there for Tom Olive in, in 15, but. Um, yeah, don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not Sorry, Tom. Yeah. Andy Neat did finish his final race, so I'll uh, manage to get the car fixed and back out. Did all 18 laps, finished 22nd. Didn't and see him on TV doing much this race, though. No. Didn't get any penalty points. I think that was probably the aim for the weekend. <laughs> to be fair, penalty points are the only points he got this year. Whee! <laughs> and that's, to me, he's got to be why he's retiring. I know he did miss a couple of rounds, but that car was quick enough to get a point at some point. Yeah, of course it is. Of course it is. Yeah. The other three drivers did, so. Yeah. One of the drivers was fighting for the title until two races from the end. Yeah, well, he, he actually finished 30th in the championship out of uh, 29 cars with all because <laughs> we had the guest drivers or the drivers that were replaced that's an amazing stat yeah so there was 35 actual people on the list in the end and he finished 29th um, sorry 30th uh, of them right. oh oh and the BTCC website you've shown us 32nd oh really so it could even be worse Although I'm, I'm confused at how Nick Halstead can be ahead of him. So yours is probably more right. Oh, yeah, because on mine, he's 34th for Nick Halstead. <laughs> ah, okay. Oh, yeah, I see that as well, 32nd, yeah. I think they're going by the highest finish because uh, Andy Neat yeah, did get 18th too. and Halstead's was 21st. Ah, so the BTC website needs to be updated. Yeah, so there's a bunch of drivers didn't get points. Jack Mitchell mm-hmm. probably did okay, to be honest, all things considered. Mm. Uh, Jace Hawkins only did a round. Yeah. Nick Hamilton, he got a point last year, didn't he? He did. Oh yeah, yeah. Nick Hamilton should have got a point this year. Seventeenth was his highest. Mm. Mm. Rick Parfit was entertaining at least, and he finished sixteenth in one race. Mm. One, oh, one so nearly points. That was in the first nearly, round. Nearly, nearly, nearly. Jade Edwards got one point, and she was sixteenth in race two this weekend. Only one. Oh. Yeah, I've been very disappointed with her all year, to be perfectly honest. I thought she was capable of more. She started well. Yeah. Maybe the big crashes at the start didn't have the confidence. It could be. Because there was a few few instances in the last few rounds where third driving standards have been pretty yeah. pretty poor. Uh, so I wonder if it's just got to her. Possibly. It's the time difference for me, though. She was one and a half seconds off of Proctor and Cook in qualifying with the same car and no ballast at all. Mm. 
and that's a mm, big difference. I don't know if she had yeah. any problems in qualifying, to be fair, though. Yeah, I yeah. don't either. And then uh, Con Getty was a shame, and yeah. that's something I think the error crash he did take an impact on. Yes. Well, probably put him out for the year mm-hmm. hmm. and robbed him of a Jack Sears trophy victory. <laughs> Certain <laughs> Jack Sears trophy victory. <laughs> Yeah, there's been a few disappointments, haven't there? Like um, Tom Oliphant, 16th. Yeah, where did he finish last year? Like fourth or fifth? Yeah, yeah. He was in the he was in the fight in the last round. Yeah, for the yeah. championship. So that's a that's a disaster in comparison. I mean, he was beaten comprehensively by Jenny in the standings, who was 12th, which he didn't expect going in. Yeah. I mean, he did win a race this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brands. He started the season quite well. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's had four podiums. Easy to forget that. Yeah, but, mm. but so it's many still a bad year. disappointments. Yeah. Mm. Some of it is unlucky. Some of it's mm. maybe brought on by the fact you shouldn't be qualifying down there. Yeah. Mm. And uh, the final Sans Melt watch of the year for race three and the championship. You uh, should be prompted now, Nick. You should just. This is you true. Know. It was, he was 21st <laughs> in the race and he finished 24th in the championship. Which, if you look at the people behind him, not bad. No, I mean, he finished ahead of Jack Butel, Jade Edwards, uh, Rick Parfit, Andy Neat, Nick Hamilton, all of yeah. which I think should have done better. Yeah. That was a good final round for him. Better than his first time in Touring Cars, I think. So. Yeah. And I don't think yeah. he'll get another year, but I yeah. hope he does. Yeah, me too, you know, after all this. Mm-hmm. We've been on a journey together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Teams Championship. Who won that? Because mm. I, I wasn't paying attention. Well, Laser Tools run the teams. Um, well, yeah, Laser Tools racing, but also you could... Uh, team Hard, was it on social media, was talking about? Talking yeah. <laughs> well, team Hard yeah. Our hospitality is the title. Yes. <laughs> Laser Tools, Team Hard, BMR <laughs> Racing. <laughs> uh, from BTC and then Dynamics. Good Aye. season for BTC there. Team Boo mm. down in fourth. Yeah. Not so good. But they did win did, the manufacturers, didn't they? They did. They did. Hmm. Which, unfortunately, motor-based performance slash Ford only really had one car up there this season, right? Yeah. And the same for Toyota, so. Yeah. But, yeah, fair enough. It was, what was it, a record sixth time in a row for BMW? Ash Sutton and then Laser Tills won the yeah. yep. Independence. Jack Sears Trophy was Dan Robottom. Uh, Glyn Getty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, had a good season. Amazing we had the season. reservations about him at yeah. the start of the year, and he's had a good season. So, yeah, I've, I think he'll challenge Shedden mm-hmm. pretty much every week next year if, if mm-hmm. they're both there. Well, I did think he'd win the Jack Sears Trophy, but I didn't expect him to be as good as he was this year. At least not not from the get-go, mm. at least. You can never put a good clear cup racer down. No, it's always a good sign, I think. And, yeah, as you said, the Wingfoot Award was Colin Turkington. Yes, as he put it, he now has two door stops because he won last year. <laughs> <laughs> got one for the front and one for the back oh, door. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure Goodyear will be yeah. so glad to sponsor him. <laughs> yeah. Yes, uh, yeah, so driver market now starts. Yeah, year, silly season. Love it. It looks, looks like Carl Bordley is not going to be back in series next year. Chilting about the BMW and the Neat retiring. And I'm sure there's more rumours, but those are the only ones I've got noted. Well, I've got a few to bring up, if that's okay. Yeah. Uh, Go for it. Gordon Shedden tweeted, Congrats, Ash Justin Racing, again for a mega year. You've set the bar high and well-deserved. Look forward to the challenge next year. So, obviously it's not a confirmation, but it sounds positive towards him being back on the grid. 
had a good end to the year. You did. He had an erratic first two thirds. Although some of the qualifying towards the end of the year wasn't too great, like Silverstone, for example. Yeah. But you're right. I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh... Dick Bennett was talking about how they need help. Tim Harvey said that oh, they want engine boost for next year, but we'll see if that happens. Um, Dan Kamish said on TV that he had an option to stay in BTCC this year, mm-hmm. but chose to go Carrera Cup. A last-minute offer is what he described it as. And just on the Carl Baldy point, he obviously owns two TBLs. Yeah. Now, him not being racing doesn't mean that they won't be um, used, but it'll mm-hmm. be very... It'll be a, yeah, that could be the key pivotal thing as to where those are distributed in the off season. Yes, because he one he uses one for driving and one for hard. Was it? Nick? Yeah, one one is used by Team Hard, which I believe is for Nick Hamilton, but it doesn't really matter. It's for one of their cars. Um, so yeah, that could go. Potentially, he could keep hold of them and loan them out, or he could yeah. sell them. Mm. So actually, I think he's got the key to the driver mm-hmm. and team market because. Um, Team Dynamics wanted a third TBL, but they wanted it from Toka. They didn't want to pay for it. Right. So hmm. would they be interested in buying or possibly loaning one from him for that third car they wanted to run? Maybe. Know. Yeah, we don't know. And Tim Harvey did mention that he's, it's quote-unquote is what he said. I'm hearing all sorts about Sutton next year, from new cars to different teams. Mm-hmm. Now, there are internets floating around the internet, but I suppose they're unsubstantiated at this point. Yeah. Uh, but we know that Tim Harvey at least brought that up, so we can discuss that, that I guess. Yeah, that's it. I mean, would he go back to front-wheel drive? That's the main question in my mind. I don't think he'd want to, but... No. As you say, the rumours are it's going to be a new car, so they can choose the car they want. Mm. If it's a new build mm. and it's rear-wheel drive, they would surely have a car that is a similar profile and size to the Infinity, so... Yeah. Three-box saloon for Godero rear-wheel drive... I mean, what else is on the market other than the BMW? Because the Infinity is not anymore. So you've got Alfa Romeo, Julia. You've got Mercedes Benz C Class. That's about it, really, isn't it? Well, the rumors. I mean, there's Jag. Yeah, Jaguar. Jag, but there, I can't see them spending any money on that. To be honest. No, was it um, Accelerate? We were originally planning to use the Jaguar, but Correct. It turned out to Correct. be too heavy an option. Some weird thing, wasn't it? Yeah. And so they went for the Hyundai. Hmm. Audi, possibly. Well, Not yeah. Sure what there is though. There's the A4. Been on Audi in a few years, so in that size, there's an A4 in that size. Remember Rob Austin? Yeah. He did rear wheel drive, mm-hmm. didn't he? But mm-hmm. because it's rear wheel drive, there's no way Audi will give any manufacturer support. But that might not even matter. No. Subaru did it, of course. We should have to wait and see. Also, everyone should watch the Cow Wow tra- uh, drag race between uh, an old Toyota A86 that won oh, the yes. British Touring Car Championship. Uh, the current one from Butcher and the hybrid one driven by James Cole, right? Yes. And interesting that the speed boost at the minute isn't that much. No, I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, fascinating. Because I thought it was going to be much more than that. And I'm pleased that it's not. Same. You don't want a too big difference because otherwise the racing feels extra fake. It's yes. already sort of massaged. You don't want it to be like a joke. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like actually... Um, Pure ETCR, which was a new touring car championship this year with pure electric cars. Uh, pure. I said mm. pure twice. <laughs> They've got this whole power boost thing that you can use. And it's like so much quicker than the other car. It, it, the racing feels really weird. Because all of a sudden it was just like, oh, fast yeah. and furious. Like, you know when they yeah. change gear in fast and furious and get extra speed from it. it it's like that. <laughs> but then yeah. the next lap, the other person does it back. So it's like, oh, well, 
when they're of course they're going to overtake each other then if you just time it right it's, so if it's subtle it's it's more yeah you don't forgivable want it to be I don't know. too overpowering don't want it to be like DRS was it some places where it's just you cruise past yeah. people you want it to give you an advantage that you have to correct make the best of but what's cool about that is clearly that Toyota has set up that yeah. video and I think Nick you shared another Toyota video beforehand mm-hmm. where they're using the touring car to promote the road car and with the electrification next season I hope Toyota's mm. they, they seem fully involved and committed as a manufacturer which is really what the championship needs and to, you know to become it yeah. adds an extra bit of credibility to the to the whole show no I fully agree S- silly silly season's great I love it and I'll be checking yep. certain forums and reddit threads uh, every day now from until the start of the next season yeah yeah cue the Volvo slash Kia rumours coming up yes begone the Kia <laughs> That's where Plato's driving next year. <laughs> yeah. What, as an Uber driver? With, or uh, as a touring car no, driver? With Rob Gravitt. Rob, oh, God, yeah. Remember, that was a thing, wasn't it? Wasn't that a few years ago? I thought he was going to return. That's been a thing for about 10 years, every year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I hope not. I hope not, Rob. Oh. So next year's championship gets started in April at Donington Park's first race of the ah, season. Donny. Yeah, switched around a little bit. Yeah. So, Donny... Brantat, Truxton, Alton Park, Croft, Knockhill, Snetterton, Truxton again, Silverston, and Brantatch. First round of the season jitters at Donington always leads to lots of crashing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, last year, yes. <laughs> it was a, that was shocking. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Mm. The normal did the season launch, what, like two or three weeks ahead as well? Yes, yeah, so if anyone from the British Touring Car Championship is listening, we will do a live podcast from that if we're allowed in. Please, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I've I've looked for the press pass application on the website and it's not. I haven't found it no, yet. I think you just have to know Alan Gow, don't you? Seems to. <laughs> There's a media login section. But, yes, but how um, do you get accredited? <laughs> Your yeah, answer is you don't. True. No, it seems to be for photographers. What I can yeah. see, rather than actual anything else. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll look into it. I've had a press pass once in my life where I biked my way into the Eurogamer Expo <laughs> six years ago. But this time round, there's no there's no, no blagging. We're performing, you know, providing yeah. a, a fan British Touring Cab podcast. It'd be cool to get some drivers on here. I'm not sure the drivers would want to come on here after some Oh, of the yeah, that's that a good said. point, actually. <laughs> well, and then if we get them on, then we have to might. be polite, don't we? <laughs> yeah. I think uh, we might have to delete our back catalogue to get anyone on. <laughs> like, who have we not slagged this year? Probably ask Sutton. It's <laughs> something we want. Um, yeah, ask Sutton. Yeah. You, could, you could come on. Talk talk rubbish with these numbers. <laughs> Me included. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, anyway, I think we should talk about Megan Thee Stallion now. Oh, <laughs> I don't even know who that is still, but... Yeah, I, I still don't so, know. So, Austin, Texas, where the celebrities appear with their sponsors painted on their arms and basically they don't have a clue what F1 is apart from Ben Stiller. But... Yep. You want to start with Martin's good walk then? We'll start there. <laughs> so Ma- That was a highlight, wasn't it? Martin's f- what all everyone was yeah. talking about afterwards. Yeah, Martin's first yeah. good walk in two years, I think. Was it yeah. really? And uh, he tried to interview a rapper who had a very, very large man standing in front of her and uh, Draco Malfoy also trying to protect her. That was him. I wasn't sure if it was or not. Uh, I don't think it is. No, it's him, definitely not. It looks like him. <laughs> all right, fair enough. No, I think uh, Tom... Helton? Helton? Tom? Not Tom Chilton. Tom Feldman? Felt? Tom. I don't know. Him. him. Yeah, I don't think it was him. Yeah. 
<laughs> Tom Felton. That's it. Oh, it looks like him, but I don't think it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Martin tries to interview this rapper. She speaks to him. Then uh, Draco Malfoy comes in and pushes him out of the way <laughs> and says, you can't do that. And Martin Bundle's response was, well, I can because I just did. And, uh, <laughs> Which was good. And uh, it, was. it blew up over the internet. TMZ covered it. Mm. Yeah. Also, good for Formula One, then. Yeah, great for Formula One. Everyone covered it. And uh, Martin afterwards says that people should be respectful when they come on the basically his grid I think is what he wanted to say but mm. our grid I think is yeah. what he said I did see there was a, uh, there was um, some small minded F1 fans were saying something like oh she's an idiot and I was like well it, it was his, it was her security guards yeah and team because she she actually started answering and she seemed yeah. okay at the start right so yeah she seemed alright she was telling them to leave him alone <laughs> yep and uh, she was only there to promote the cash app but she had plastered on her Either arm or underarm or something. Oh, did she really? Yeah, that's all the pictures oh. are of her there. It's showing the Cash App logo, which is... Oh, that didn't work on me. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know <laughs> Which is... It's on the Red Bull car, though, right? Uh, yeah, she was there with Red Bull team, but then she was pictured with everyone. Right, with the well, the Cash App is, a, is sponsored on... Sponsors of Red Bull, yeah. Yeah, which is owned by the guy that owns Twitter. Yeah. Whatever his name is, Jack Dorsey. Yeah, there you go. They do a lot of sponsorship stuff, though. They sponsor, like, a million... Every single podcast... Coffee? Yeah. Oh, can, I, can we talk more about sponsorships, please? <laughs> well, is there any more no. good walk talk? I didn't see no, any of the no, good no, no, walk. No, no. I just seen. There was actually one more thing that was quite amusing in that Brundle tried to interview Serena Williams about three times and she kept just giving him excuses. I think. Has he not had run into <laughs> oh, her really? before? Yeah, as he was determined to <laughs> get to. Talk was this to on the grid walk? same grid walk? Wow, is that yeah. a rough one? <laughs> I don't think Martin really cares. But, yeah. No. It's a bit Which the term, that's what's but it is also quite rude sometimes. Remember, I had that feud with the Italian journalist. Where he just kept butting in in front of her. Oh, and even drivers yeah. started getting peed off at him for doing it all the time. Yeah. Tanya. Tanya. Ah, good, good old Martin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, qualifying? Yep, let's go. <laughs> Probably for the best. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Maz, you see, you can tell we're tired out after the doing car finale. Yeah. <laughs> um, Maz, Schumacher, Raikkonen, Latifi and Stroll out in Q1. Yeah, time time for Lance Stroll to have a bit of a reset, I think. Yeah. Then Q2 was Russell, Alonso, Giovinazzi, Vettel and Ocon. Look at Giovinazzi getting ahead of ranking in there. Yeah. There was a bunch of penalties, so people were kind of out, Yeah, think. all over the place. Yeah. It was Russell, Vettel and Alonso all had back-of-the-grid starts. Yeah. Oh, there was that whole thing where Vettel out-qualified, was it Alonso and Russell or something? Yes. And they yeah. were like, oh, that's perfect. And it's like, well, P1 <laughs> would be perfect. Yeah. Q3, Yuki Shinoda was 10th, so he's got through again. Hats off. Mm, yeah, doing better. Doing better. Uh, there's Ben Gasly, who was like eight tenths quicker. Then you had the both McLarens, who struggled. Then mm. you had the Ferraris, mm. who looked pretty good. And Max Verstappen took Paul ahead of Hamilton. And Bottas was fourth, but they ended up starting... Way down oh, somewhere. Ninth. It was at ninth. I couldn't remember mm-hmm. what his penalty was. Five place drop. He's took an other, another intentional combustion engine. So mm-hmm. basically one a week for him then. <laughs> Seems to be. They do think that is his last one he'll have to take, but I think they said that last time. <laughs> There's also the rumor or oh, speculation that Hamilton will definitely take one before the season ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There was a minute as well where Perez was on pole. Mm. Yeah, with a massive like, cheer. 
Wee. That would have been fantastic, though. It would have been. He's done really well this... Well, not so much the race, but yeah, just practice, qualifying. He was much closer to everything. They're, they're saying that he's not following Max's setup anymore. He's going completely yeah. independent and uh, doing uh-huh. his own thing. And if he is, it's working. Uh-huh. Maybe Gasly and Albon should have done the same. Because it, it's yeah. clear nobody else yeah. can drive the car like Max can, so you might as well try your mm. own thing. Yeah. Well, it helps if you've got a second-year contract in the pocket and you can experiment. Yes, very true. Because I think... I seem to remember Albon started doing that and they said that he was struggling so they made him follow Max's setup and it seemed to make it worse. Hmm. There was also a bit of rain at the end, wasn't there, I think. I think Perez said he might have yes. got a bit more of it than everyone else because mm. mm-hmm. he was last, which is fair. And there was one good bit of news that came out of uh, qualifying where they confirmed that for next year track limits will be the white lines everywhere. Ah, yes. So it's consistent. So you cannot yes. run... So every track it will be the white line, which I'll wait and see because they keep saying things like that and then they change it per track. But if it is, mm. that's brilliant because it's the same yep. for everything. No arguing. Yep. Yeah, there was quite a few uh, areas on this track where it was easy to lose a lap, in particular mm-hmm. turn 19. Yeah. It wasn't like British Touring Cars qualifying at Donington, but... <laughs> I think they should just go full IndyCar and just ignore turn 19. <laughs> yeah, that was brilliant. <laughs> it looks so embarrassing, though. Come on. It does, but... Oh, no. Uh, just go that way. Go full, full hog. There's no argument there, though, is there? No. Yeah. no. Race? Yeah, go on. Bunch of penalties. People out of position. Great start for Hamilton, who gets up inside mm. turn one and runs Max off the track. Very reminiscent mm-hmm. of his move on Rosberg in 2015. Yep, had practice. Yeah. Where he took the title. Max rejoins the track, and if anyone else was sitting in third place, he'd be in third, but Perry's backs out yeah. and lets him go. Yeah, very, very predetermined that's got to be a discussion beforehand uh, yeah I, th- I think that was helmet marco in the pits with a little button that slows him down. <laughs> <laughs> oh not a radio just like a <laughs> yeah minus 50 horsepower <laughs> like a scalectrix just lets off the throttle side <laughs> uh, at the back latifi hits stroll and uh, both cars are damaged oh canada <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then it gets a bit exciting in the midfield with the McLaren and Ferraris. Oh, yes. uh, that was mad. Yeah, that was great to see. Sainz and Ricardo are side by side for sector one, and Carlos yeah. gets ahead. Then come Norris is in there somewhere. Yeah, and then getting on to the back straight, Daniel gets a slipstream and goes to the right hand side of Sainz, but Lando gets a double toe and goes to the left hand side to go up the inside of both of them. Uh, Sainz mm-hmm. keeps the position by going off track rejoins and Ricardo gets back ahead of Lando and then there's and science. well then there's confusion yeah so Sainz lets Ricardo go um, mm-hmm. but then he's instructed to let Lando ahead because Lando was the one that was about to overtake him mm. yeah but it, it's a weird one but it doesn't I think the, they argued it because they had already let Ricardo go but it was Lando yeah, that was making the move right? Well, mm. I didn't see anything during, but there were interviews afterwards where Science did give the place back to Lando. Mm. But he ah. did it just before the DRS detection zone, <laughs> the back straight, and took him straight back again. Wow. Oh, I've got to see these uh, onboards. I haven't watched the best I, I haven't seen it. I just There was an interview with, I think it was Andreas ah. Seidel, um, who said... Well, that's clever. Yeah, he actually said, I've got nothing against it because the rules don't disallow it. It was clever from Science. Um. 
I think he was saying that there should be something in the rules against it, but there isn't. So well, the only other thing I can think of is that Hamilton and Raikkonen yes. Spa 2008. Oh but yeah, that, that was I thought. immediately. That was really annoying. Yeah, that was immediately after he went off the track, though. So the yeah. argument was again the last invited by going off the track. But I, st- I still think that penalty was wrong to this day. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. <laughs> that, that still annoys me 13 years later. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's that's... So that, that could probably be the only precedent where you'd say, hmm. Mm-hmm. But if it's not yeah. in the rules, well then. Yeah, I never saw it on the on the um, broadcast at all. But yeah, I thought it was a brilliant move from Ricardo to get part science, and then I found out he let him through. <laughs> yeah. It does clearly let him through because you don't you don't see it on you don't see a full replay f- on the broadcast. But if you look yeah. at the onboard afterwards, science is just not online at all. Mm. Uh, and obviously, as science, you, you like it'd be pretty confusing as to which orange car is what. And I don't yeah. think this it's weird one because the stewards are asking him to let lose two positions for gaining one. If you look it, at it from the other point of view, it was. But it's one of those confusing ones. It was Lando that overtook Sainz and then Sainz went off the track and kept that position but yeah. then Ricardo gets Lando mm. which really confuses it the other thing as well is uh, when Norris is diving down the inside I'm thinking oh he's going to spear straight into Leclerc mm. I, I was thinking if Leclerc's seeing this in his wing mirror he's just thinking oh god <laughs> <laughs> one of them's going to hit me it was sketchy but he managed to pull it up I don't know how Yeah, it, and that's very skillful because you've got to judge the fact you've got a double slipstream yeah. You've probably not had that all weekend. Exactly, and you're on yeah. the wrong line. <laughs> yeah. So that was the best bit of driving in all race, I thought. <laughs> well, Science did say as well with that that he thought all three of them were going to take out Leclerc. <laughs> right. <laughs> Code Brown. Yeah. So last time you see Leclerc, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. And he had a good race. You just didn't see it. No. Mm-hmm. Started fourth, finished fourth. Yeah. Well done. Ocon lost his front wing against the back of an Alfa Romeo. Pit stop start, Max goes on lap 11, Lewis goes on lap 14, and Max gets undercut. He's a good what, three seconds ahead. Yeah, surprising, but then you think, oh, okay, right, he's, uh, Lewis is going long, right? Yeah, I even thought he was potentially trying to do a one-stop at one point. But... Mm. Yeah. Well, Max gets on the board at one point and asks <laughs> the team to bring Perez in to force Hamilton yeah. to stop again. Because... So at one point, I thought Hamilton was going to go and make a long stick on a set of mediums or mm. something at the end to try and have a go at Max, but Perez stopped. I think his second stop on uh, like lap 40 or something, which yeah. kind of forced his hand because he'd be stuck behind Sergio. Yeah. Sergio exactly. at that point. Mm-hmm. And Sergio would defend, I think. It's it's wild how, how Red Bull is really, really playing every trick in the book to help yeah. Max at the minute. Mm. Mercedes sometimes can't do that because Bottas isn't quite up there. Mm-hmm. This race, anyway. Oh. Has been recently, but not this race. Oh. And I think Red Bull just does not give a toss about their constructors' title. They're all about the drivers, which is fine. But if we get to the final race or two, let's say the final race, right? Both drivers are in a chance, Lewis and Max, of winning the uh, F1 yeah. Drivers' World title, right? And Bottas and Perez have qualified well. That's going to be a really crazy yeah. race, right? Because both Bottas and Perez will be doing weird strategies and blocking mm. and not blocking <laughs> and not getting out of the way. And I mean, bring it on. It's going to be exciting, right? But it's going to be a weird one where the teammates could decide the, the championship. Yeah, definitely. Based on this, like how Perez backed off on lap one, 
how he was compromised on strategy. You know, at the end of the race, everyone was like, oh, well, Perez finished 30 seconds behind. But he didn't, probably wasn't on the no. ideal strategy because of helping Max. And he had no drink bottle. Yes. Oh, how, really? How many wow. times do teams have problems with drink bottles? Yeah. I'm not going to mention any particular <laughs> teams, but how hard can it be? <laughs> yeah. 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 How hard can it be? I will need to look at this for the end of the season podcast, but I'd love to go back and check how often Red Bulls and Mercedes have qualified in the top four together. Mm. Because Not was, as often as they should do. There was a streak of where Perez was nowhere, so he wasn't yeah. able to help. And then there's been a streak now of Bottas either having penalties or being a bit rubbish. Well, at the start of the year, Norris was the one up there. Yeah. Yeah. So I will need to check that at the end of the year because it's not really been a four car fight at times. No. It's always been. But it could be at the end of the year. It's always been 2v1. But yeah, that'll be good at the end of the year. It's like Will Torrent WTCR at the minute. It's already started. They've got like three rounds left. And in that series, each team has four cars. So already they've got three cars backing up one car for the other rival team. Yeah. And then everyone's biffing into each other. It's the only good thing about that series, really, actually. Then uh, the Fernando Alonso show starts. Uh, <laughs> oh, and I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> so I think Kimmy's trying to go around outside of him at turn one. And Alonso pushes him wide and there's contact. Mm-hmm. Kimmy gets four damage. Alonso ends up having to yield the place. Uh, but there's sporting directors on the radio to Michael Massey saying you're not allowed to overtake off the track. To which mm-hmm. my response says, you pushed the guy off the track. Yep. He can't disappear. Mm. Then I wanted to say to test the FIA rules again <laughs> by not really breaking for the corner at the end of the street and overtaking Giovinazzi. Big risk that. Miles off track. Yeah. It felt deliberate though, right? Yeah. Like not an overtake. I'm pretty sure it was. Oh. But if he's done it deliberately, then that, that's skilled in a way to yeah. not take someone out. Because he then came move. on the radio and did a big show of yes um, to say he'd right. overtaken. <laughs> Which was kind of deliberately over the top. <laughs> right. But the, having the brain capacity to drive a Formula 1 car and do all that PR yeah. stuff shows great skill and yeah. attitude. But also at the same time, it's just a bit shitty. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was. So he had to give the... I felt sorry for Giovinazzi. He had to give the position yeah. back to Giovinazzi, but he just took mm-hmm. him straight back anyway. Yeah, and then Giovinazzi had to give yeah, the position but, back. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 It pushes Giovinazzi off, and then Giovinazzi has to give it back to him. Hmm. It pushes Raikkonen up. Yeah. There's a hypocrisy there. There is. But the uh, team radio was fascinating. <laughs> well, the there was two. Yeah, to Massey, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah. So we're allowed to overtake uh, off the track now, are we? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but just, but it did, it. it's the it's the one where Alonso puts Giovinazzi wide mm. and then Giovinazzi has to give the position back. Is a bit. That was the one that annoyed me. Also, you have to remember. Giovinazzi is only that, in that close position because Alonso, a lap or two laps before, has done this massive dive bomb mm-hmm. to get past, right? Yeah. So that's the only reason that they're actually in close proximity to do the second move. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that whole thing. It really it really ground my gears and really got to me, actually. I don't... Hopefully, though, Nick, with the change of the track limit rules and stuff, yeah. we, might not, we might not have that. Or how about this, gravel traps? <laughs> yes. I say that every week, but... It's never going to happen, so I need to give up. I just, I don't get where Alonso's sudden feud with FIA has come from, because he just (laughs) every weekend he just turns up seeming to want to test the rules. (laughs) I've got an idea. There's no way that the Alfa Romeo should even be out qualifying the Alpine around there. 
That's true. I think it comes from a place of frustration. Mm. It needs something uh, to fight with. Bad weekend. Well, bad weekend for Alpine though, in terms of pace. Like they, they were outclassed by Alfa Romeo, and it shouldn't happen. Mm. Yeah. And they both had to retire. They did. Was it rear wing issues? It definitely was with one of them, wasn't it? Alon- it was with Alonso. They said, well, on Ocon, they said there's something with the rear of the car, and but then Alonso came on the radio for his and went, oh, the rear wind's broken. Or something oh, like yeah. That. Yeah, he did say that. Yeah. Well, I thought it was team protocol clear to hide it. Yeah. But he was just like, ah, oh, the rear wing's broken. <laughs> just as a slight sidetrack, do you think if Alpine are awful next year, Alonso will see out the season? I think he will see out the season. Yeah. Yeah, because then he can do, he can PR it to the end that it's not his fault. Hmm. But I, I think the team will withdraw if they're not good. Possibly, yeah. And then Alonso goes back to IndyCar. Yeah, mm-hmm. gets that Indy 500. Although Hulkenberg's got his seat at the minute, right? Mm. <laughs> it looks like. Yeah, there's a lot of F1 or potential F1 drivers heading up in mm. IndyCar next year. A lot of F2 yeah, guys well, end up over there. Mm. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah. Good, series. good series. Yeah, Maybe worth watching. Vettel, I thought, did a really nice move around outside of Russell through the fast right-handers. Mm-hmm. And he had a pretty good recovery to get back to 10, considering the Aston Martin didn't look that good. Yeah, didn't look brilliant. Sainz tried to go around outside of Ricardo through that little annoying section after the straight, and a bit of contact, which Sainz thought was deliberate. Oh, yeah. And to be honest, I kind of thought that Daniel had maybe just spun up the rear wheels to kick his ass out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To give him a nudge. I don't know, but to me that looked like he'd probably give him a little kick to get him out of the way. I think. I, I remember mm. Jensen Button said of Interlagos 2009, he was trying to overtake someone, I forget, to turn one. And he said, oh, I deliberately got the back to step out a bit to, to semi-force them wide. And it reminded me of that it is possible mm-hmm. they, can, yeah. they can do it. For some reason, I think that was yeah. a Japanese driver, but I don't know why. It might have been I think it was Nakajima. A, I think it was a Toro, mm. so was it not? Bordet or someone? Bremi? I think it's Bremi. Possibly. Uh, I don't know. It's a very, very nerdy conversation to try and remember. But it, it is, yeah. I'm yeah. sure it was. I thought it was a Toro also. Right. Whoever it is, you know the move I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, yes. And he said in an interview that he did it deliberately, so... Yeah, it was a Top Gear interview. Yeah. And it was a star in a reasonable price car. You have to give uh, Ricardo the benefit of the doubt because you can't prove yes. it. Yes. Well, but it, yeah. it felt that way. And it damaged Science's front, front wing then. And he was... Mm-hmm. It was a good yeah, little battle, true. and then it was then it was neutered, and then ultimately was he passed by Bottas? Yeah, Bottas spent the first half of the race doing yeah. absolutely nothing, but once put... stuck behind Sonoda, yeah. wasn't he, for ages, and then they pitted, yeah. and he was still behind him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> but he finally started making some moves, and yeah, Bottas got up to six, so he passed Lando and Carlos towards the end. Yeah, not good enough. I think he got Carlos on the last lap, maybe. He might have. Done. I think there was I think there, so, there yeah. was there was a move at the end. So that must have been it that It was one. off camera. Yeah, as everyone is. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so Lewis is chasing down Max on slightly fresher tyres. The traffic's a nightmare because everyone's <laughs> decided it's the end of the season or coming towards the end of the season and don't want to do blue flags anymore. Who got a warning for that? Was it Raikkonen? Raikkonen and Mazepin yeah. both got black and white flags. Oh. And then Mick Schumacher decided he wasn't going to get out of the way either. Gave Max DRS, which is probably enough to keep him ahead of Lewis. Mm. Yeah, Lewis got to a second, but couldn't get any closer by the end. It was slightly off-camera-ish. Well, it was kind of on there, but Lewis ran wide at turn 11, like two or three laps from the end, and I think that was actually what killed it. Mm. Yeah. 
it lo- it, like the gap elongated out from just near a second to like two or three so then you had to catch mm-hmm. back up again in the final two laps and didn't didn't yeah. get that DRS and they didn't get DRS because one thing that annoyed me all weekend was the Red Bull is faster down the twisty round the twisty bits and the Mercedes is fastest down the straights mm. and nobody in commentary ever picked up on that <laughs> oh Hamilton's gone purple in sector two this could be the pole up it's like, oh yeah but also it's sector three's coming up yeah yeah one of the reasons Lewis couldn't get close enough he saw that Lewis was close enough at the start of lap within a second of DRS mm-hmm. to get DRS right and then that gap elongated through turns two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven yeah, uh, and so he was then one point two seconds behind him. So, mm-hmm. then that would happen every lap. Well, you could see that the Red Bull at the start of the race he was falling like point seven behind Lewis mm-hmm. for a while. Mm-hmm. Whereas, mm-hmm. yeah, to be honest, once Hamilton fell behind, but uh, for Stappen, I never thought he'd get back ahead because I didn't, that car can't really fall. Mm-hmm. So, to be honest, even when he, even when he was chasing down the end of the race and the commentators were getting all excited, there was no point where I thought this is on because it's. The, the Mercedes just can't fall through that first section. I did think it was on around lap 38. It was eight seconds behind, nearly nine seconds behind. And someone on the radio was like, it's all about the last three laps. Yeah. So I was like, right. So they've probably worked out if he keeps at this pace, he's going to get within a second. But he never did. And I do think he did make one mistake there, mm-hmm. which wasn't talked about enough. No, and then we had the moment, I think I pointed out to you two during the race, of uh, all this happening, and let's cut to Ben Stiller. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was some weird direction again. Oh, they were they were showing Ben Starr all weekend everywhere. Yeah, I know. To be fair, at least he was actually a fan, and yeah. when they interviewed yeah. him, he knew his stuff. Mm-hmm. He wasn't just there to be a presence; he was there to enjoy the race. What was the only good cutaway ever, Nick? Oh, Rowan Atkinson, <laughs> the classic. That <laughs> oh, was the was it Hamilton and Massa? I'm not sure actually. I think so. It was in that era. I don't know where yeah. it was from. Yeah. I know he was in the McLaren garage. He was yeah. with that team. But <laughs> yeah, it was just quality that. <laughs> oh, well they actually Max. did that in the touring cars as well, didn't they? they um, when there was a battle for the lead and they cut to Turkington coming into the pits. Oh, for about 30 oh, seconds. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's an ongoing thing that weekend. Oh. And the commentators had to be like, oh, we don't know what's going on. They actually said it, <laughs> didn't they? Like, oh, we don't know what's going on. <laughs> But it could be, I mean, oh, yeah. They were really close, weren't they? Mm. It must be very difficult to uh, pad for time when that happens. Yeah. yeah. It just seems to be an ongoing thing in general with motorsport at the moment. Let's try and miss all the interesting bits. <laughs> Fastest lap of the race, Hamilton. Yeah. Bonus point. Bonus point. Mm-hmm. Key. But yeah, Max, another win. He's now 12 points ahead in the championship. Hamilton's probably going to need a DNF to overturn this because the next two tracks are traditionally Red Bull tracks and also he's probably got a penalty coming for a new combustion engine. Is the next one Mexico? Mexico and then Brazil. Mm-hmm. The thing with Mexico is the yeah the left the flowing nature of those corners especially in that middle sector is Red Bull territory but that is a long front straight. It is and with the uh, tricks they're using. Yeah, exactly. They I don't think it's a foregone conclusion. I do think no. the Red Bull will be quicker over maybe a one lap pace, but mm. when there's traffic and cars are near each other, all it takes is lap one, end of lap one, Hamilton to get a good enough slipstream and power by, and then, then he has track position for a bit. Then it's all about strategy again. Yeah. The talk is that the Honda's going to be stronger at the altitude. Um, yeah, which was an ongoing uh, thing with Renault. Uh, yeah. Right. So that's the thing that Mercedes will be weak at that altitude. 
Um, oh, well, that's putting fair, a marker on that. I don't think they've ever been a bottle at Mexico. For memory. I think Lewis has won there once, but I don't think they've ever qualified mm. well. Oh, right. Well. Um, maybe they were one year. Only because there was, wasn't there one year where Verstappen was disqualified or had his lap taken away when he was on pole? Ah, uh, yeah, he didn't slow down for a yellow flag when Bottas put it in the ball. Yeah, so I was wondering if maybe that year that Hamilton got it. Mm. But I'm not sure. I can't remember. Yeah, to be honest, two races left, that could be... If it is, it do turn out to be Red Bull tracks, that's an extra, what, 12, 14 points? Mm. Mm-hmm. So Hamilton really does need a DNF at some point because Qatar and Saudi Arabia is going to be unknowns. Mm-hmm. Abu Dhabi's Plus, been traditionally Mercedes, but then Verstappen won there last year. There's also this engine penalty Hamilton might have to take. Mm. However, if, if it really is the case that um, Mexico turns out to be Red Bull or a, a stronghold, you could maybe take the penalty then to get it out of the way and then uh, focus on the other ones. I, I don't know. Yeah. So. I don't mind who wins as long as it's close going into the final race. Mexico should be the easiest race for them to make positions back from taking a penalty. Because of the straight line stuff. Yeah. And the way this new system works, it means that they can get quite a lot of top end out of it. Okay, so in that case, what we're saying is penalty for Hamilton next race. (laughs) I think that's the most likely option. You heard it here first. Mm. I do think they will struggle at Brazil. In terms of the speed, mm. because have you seen how the actual suspension trick works? What they're doing? No, no. Enlighten me, please. Well, I don't really know, but I have been watching a few things, and I kind of get it. But there's effectively three parts to the suspension. You've got the left and the right rear, and there's also a central bit that links them together. And so when one side is going up or down the central bit is going one side or the other. But when they're both in a straight line, the central spring compresses. And that's what they've been messing around with. They can make that compress at a different rate to make the back end drop quicker to stall the diffuser. So they lose downforce and drag. But with Brazil, the main straight is is a corner. (laughs) So will they be able to use this trick? Probably not. So It's like going through it with DRS open, I suppose. Yeah. And this is something that all the teams can do, but only two teams on the grid have a low-rate car. And a high-rate car, they can't stall the diffuser. They can't get it to go low enough. They can make the back end drop Uh, to give them uh, the same thing, but it doesn't have the same effect. Does the Aston Martin do this same trick as well, then? Um, Apparently so, but Mercedes have perfected it. Not well enough. (laughs) Not well. They bought in a whole new aerodynamic package for Silverstone. And that was all geared to make this happen. This is when it first Clever. started. Clever. And they've been tuning it ever since. Wow. So Seeing stuff like that is the coolest thing about Formula 1, I think. Yeah. Well, hope, you'd hope the racing is, but DAS and this and the flexi mm-hmm. rearing on the Red Bull, you want to see them pushing the boundaries of the rules, right? It's, it's all part yeah. of the fun. It's all around the front of the floor and the bargeboard area for the Mercedes. They've made it work the air really hard in that area, which makes it easier for them to push the back end down quicker to stall the diffuser quicker um, right. so it's all linked from one end to the other but they had to tweak all the suspension settings to get it to work the way they want it to because if it stalls at the wrong time it's bad <laughs> so but I found it quite interesting but I didn't fully understand it 
Yeah, I think if it's like you described there, I, I get it to an extent. Hmm. And you're right, Brazil's going to be a test of that of that system. Mm -hmm. Or do they get too lost in trying to make that work and lose sight of the other uh, setup mm -hmm. uh, for the other corners? Yeah. The other thing is they might be able to use this next year, but definitely not to the same degree because there are no barred boards or front mm. of the floor things, mm. and it's all to do with ground effects. So I'm not sure they, it's transferable. Bring back the F duck. That's why I say <laughs> <laughs> through our rouge with one hand. Yeah, yeah, that was a great idea. Yeah. So championship twelve point gap at the top. Perez has overtaken Norris to twenty four. Carlos Sainz has dropped back from Leclerc. Other driver bitting news is Yuki Tsunoda is now four points ahead of George Russell. So Ooh. good little running results for him. Put him up to fourteenth. Yeah. The usual suspects still don't have any points. Yeah. Did you see that screenshot that was shared around when Mazepin was still behind people who had retired in the in the race? Yeah. <laughs> loved that. Yeah, I thought it was a bit harsh, but I also loved it. Uh, yeah. I know it was timing, but it was still brilliant. Yeah. Oh, he's still behind Kubica and the Chivers Championship. <laughs> so. Oh dear, poor Nikita. Yeah, the, the team's championship starting to close up now that Perez is coming a bit on form. So there is uh, twenty. Oh God, maths. 23 points between the two at the top. Clarna four points, or three and a half points ahead of Ferrari. That's the one. Yeah, that's that getting motor. interesting. Mm. It's so track dependent. Yeah, and uh, also Alpha Terry are actually starting to claw back on Alpine. Are they really? Mm. They're now 10 points between the two. Ooh, mm. well, that's another reason for Alonso's frustration, surely. Mm. So there's a yeah. fight for fifth and there's a fight for third in the team's championship. And to be honest, I'm not real bored about first and second. So yeah. they can do what they want. And we all know, I think, well, I'm going to say Mercedes is going to win it. Mm. You would think so. Regardless of the drivers' championship outcome. They're they, just going to sacrifice Perez the till the end. Mm -hmm. So Mexico, uh, 5th to the 7th of November. And then Brazil and Qatar. What do you think Qatar is going to be like? Rubbish. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think of a way to describe it. It doesn't have four letters. <laughs> uh, so there's a triple header and there's a week break before Saudi Arabia, which still hasn't finished yet. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm not bored about that at all. Nah. Nah. Could be good. Well, it's, just, it's a new track. but mm. it, it looks like, you know, one of those Kirby grips. People putting their hair. <laughs> That's basically what the model to track put on. Took me a while to work out what you were saying there. <laughs> well, normally we get to try out the game um, on the game when there's a new track coming out. Mm. But uh, so far we haven't, so we don't really know how it's going to drive. Yeah, it is coming to the game, but we don't know if it's going to be before. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to guess if they were good, it'd be like the week before, right? Get everyone hyped. Yeah. Because then everyone can make track guide video content <laughs> yeah. the week before it'll be a race to the first track guide for that Nico Rosberg <laughs> yeah Rosberg will be there he <laughs> yeah. does his track guides not on the Formula 1 game though so no. well, he's that's going to be weird he's not allowed to talk about the F1 other than on Sky uh, isn't he oh really I think yeah. his deal is that he's only allowed to speak about the current season on Sky <laughs> ah Which is... so maybe he doesn't use the current game because of that then he uses yeah. some weird modded thing yeah maybe a set of course and I'm like it looks weird but it, it's strange because he only does like four races a year but apparently mm. this was floating about the internet so it might be utter rubbish but apparently he's got an exclusive contract with them so he can't speak about the current season <laughs> with anyone else 
Oh, well, he just released an hour-long podcast where he interviewed Jensen Button. I wonder if he doesn't ask him about the year. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to watch it and find out. Yeah, that may be all rubbish, but I thought that was interesting. Because suddenly he's, he's only been on about yeah. three races this year. Mm. Yeah. He must be paying him a lot of money <laughs> to, oh, to yeah. have bought his silence. Because mm. oh, yeah. <laughs> otherwise yeah, he'd be going they... for those YouTube clicks. <laughs> Could they pay him more money to keep him more silent? <laughs> <laughs> When he turns up on Sky, he just wants to have a fight with everyone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Although it's quite entertaining in itself, but yeah, he just seems to be there to stoke fires. Uh, yeah. Yeah, speaking of Sky, I watched most of this race on mute this week. <laughs> I, I had enough. After about three or four laps, I was like, nope, putting this off towards the end. Till the end. Mm. Wait, did you put on some Megan the Stallion? In the <laughs> I still don't know who this woman is. but uh, Me neither. <laughs> Did you have to Google who she was, or did, were you able to tell us off your head at mid race? No, I know, I knew who, I know who she is. I'm not going to pretend I'm cool, but I've got one of her songs <laughs> in one of my playlists. Yeah, there's a good. Ah, oh, this is going to be bad now. See, I had a little <laughs> credibility there. No, I've forgotten it immediately. But there is a song with her and Beyonce, which is, and it's like one of them's remixed the other, and it's actually all right. I've really sold it to you there. <laughs> yeah, and and. I will say, in her defence for the Martin Goodwalk, he did ask her to do an F1 rap, which is the typical dad uh, yeah. thing when someone meets a rapper. <laughs> yes. So. Technically, is she a hip-hop artist, not a rapper? But anyway. I don't know. She's been reported as being a rapper in all the stories about it. Fair enough. That's all right. I know. <laughs> it is a bit like, oh, Eminem's there, what should we do? Ask him to rap. Yeah. <laughs> yes, because I'm sure he'll do that for free. Because everything TV. is 8 Mile. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think the reason it went viral is because uh, Sky does the American coverage as well, I think, for ESPN. Ah, yeah. Uh, so it's, yeah. Uh, it's just basically the, the UK feed put over mm. an ESPN uh, ticker, the, like the football scores at the bullet. And also, on the flip side, Brundle's probably just got it in his ear who it is. Oh, yeah, he does yeah. And he's, he's having to juggle that at the same time, right? Yeah, because I think he did say, is, is this who I think it is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They must get a briefing beforehand. These people are going to be on the grid. Yeah. So, any more for you guys? Any news? Um, Andretti. Is she in what? Any other thing? Oh. <laughs> no, that's Cardi B. <laughs> no, no, no. But other people are on it. In things there. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Other people are on it. Oh, God. I haven't listened to the full I'm, thing. So. I'm not going to. Nick's going to talk about Andretti. I'm going to look that up. <laughs> We're going to read the lyrics to WAP. Yeah. I know it's Cardi B, but isn't the people in the video? I haven't got a clue. Oh. Yeah. Cardi B feet Megan Thee Stallion. There you go. So you know a song by her. Oh, great. Mm. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, <laughs> two of my favourite artists. Yeah. yeah. Uh. And, Andre. <laughs> All it was is that the deal has apparently fallen through. Uh, the one that yeah. we said that was looking like yes. it was supposed to happen two weeks ago. That's why yeah. we shouldn't talk too much about rumours. Exactly. Oh, dear. <laughs> Even though we just speculated on the British touring car grid. <laughs> yeah, apparently it was $350 million um, to buy the stake, uh, which isn't Oof. too bad. And apparently Andretti was willing to pay that amount. Um, but the extra $250 million that they were asked to pay was the stalling point. Because apparently they were, oh, had right, to pay yeah. $50 million per season for the next five years to guarantee running costs, but they wanted it wow. up front. So it would have been a total of six hundred million dollars. Who was requested that? Um, the owner of Sauber. I can't remember his the name. Owner of Sauber. Peter Sauber? No, he only owns a small bit, doesn't he? These days. Yeah, it's. Um, hang on, I will 
have it here somewhere. Anyway, WAP. Have you seen the music video for that? Didn't Ben Shapiro get into like a Twitter meme because he? Oh, we don't mention this guy. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that's the more thing Who I can think that? of. Uh, WAP. Yeah, I, I can't find the name anyway, so uh, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, I was already padding for time, but <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so the owners of Sauber, right? Interesting. That sounds like a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you could probably set up an F1 team for that. Install change. Ask Gene Hass how that's going. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say they'd be good, <laughs> but you could. <laughs> Manor's old yeah. factory's probably still sitting there, ready to get picked up. Do you know what everybody mentions all the time, which can never be used? But the oh, the best car that never raced, blah 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 blah, is a 2010 Toyota, um. which I think was bought by Pirelli. So maybe oh, someone yes. could. Pick up the remnants of that. Yeah. I really love um, Beyond the Grid podcast, which is Tom Clarkson interviewing. It's officially mm. sanctioned by F1, and it's ten times better than this one, I'm afraid. <laughs> and he interviews just like, ten current. Yeah, just ten. <laughs> interviews current, uh, but it's probably not got as many listens. Listeners. Uh, anyway, every every odd time you get someone on, it somehow weaves into there either uh, the Schumacher move from Jordan to Benetton, or mm. this inf- now infamous. Uh, Toyota that never raced because the team shut down, but it could have been the champion in 2010. Where was going with that? They were. I think it's probably time were, to call it. A... They were good in 2009. <laughs> they were, yeah, yeah, and they pulled out, didn't they? Yeah, shame that. Do you remember Yano Trulli going absolutely mental towards was it Satilla at the Brazilian Grand Prix that, at the end of the year? Oh, because they they wiped him out. Yeah, I led, okay. and then at the next, and then at the next press conference, he's still having a go at it. And he's go, I've got a drawing. He brings a drawing, <laughs> does he? <to> the <laughs> Yeah, else. I do remember that now. The thing is, whenever you say Yano Trilli, the first thing that comes into my head is I train. know. Yeah, <laughs> not the. Apparently, he's a. Have oh, we talked about this before? I'm Probably. sorry, listeners, <laughs> listener, if you've heard this before, but he's a very successful. Um, what would you call him? Wine merchant. He's got his own wine that's very popular and very nice. Apparently, that's what he does these days. <laughs> Good for right. him. Yeah, it's time to go. <laughs> time to go so yep back and uh, two weeks time for the mexican grand prix where yep. i don't know what will happen max will win well max is gonna win yep. and hamilton's mm. got a good penalty that's what we're saying <laughs> yeah i'm calling it perez will win a red wine from pugilia and italy is truly sorry what say that again a red wine from pugilia italy is uh truly you know, truly's wine ah. is it branded What's it called? Masseria Borgio de Trulli Primavito. Oh, wow. Or Primitivo. Was... When did you start learning Italian? <laughs> Back at Emma. I heard something about Vimto, I'm not sure. <laughs> Ant- Antonio Liuzzi has a restaurant, doesn't he, as well? Uh, in um, Milan. Next to the Duomo. Does Nick Highfield have a butchers or something that we can start talking about? <laughs> no, it's only Italian drivers, right? Ah, okay. I wonder what's Nicola Larini doing these days. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Davide Valsecchi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brand of chewing gum? Oh, no, right. Stop. <laughs> uh, Nick, did you have anything else? Uh, no, I think I'm done. <laughs> right, good. Okay, we're back in two weeks' time for the Mexican Grand Prix. Oh, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We'll see you then. (laughs) See ya. See you later.